0: ever buy your plugins from Plugin Boutique? If it's your store of choice, why not visit using our affiliate link so that we get a percentage of the clams from the sale without changing the amount you pay? You can find our link on a4ppodcast.com or in the episode description alongside affiliate links for Lootmasters sample packs and Loot Cloud subscriptions. Nice!
1: Hello, welcome to Appetite for Production. Uh, two professionals from the plugin industry, one cup. <laughs>
0: What's going to happen in that cup,
1: James? <laughs> You're going to have to keep listening to find out.
0: <laughs> um I really don't want to listen. What is coming up on this episode,
1: though, mate? We are going to talk about new synths from Newfangled Audio. One of them is free. Oh. Uh, we're going to be talking about Isotope's RX-8. Oh, it's that time of
0: year already, is it?
1: Uh, An Machine Plus, or <gasps> is that called... Cool? Or is that pronounced machine plus? Who knows?
0: Well, I always used to pronounce it machine until I started doing some work for N.I. now I pronounce it machina like a droid. Yeah, like
1: you pronounce machina. it machina. machina.
0: <laughs> That's uh, right. What else?
1: And we're going to be talking about your favorite decade. Oh, the 90s. Yes.
0: Yay! Wicked. Oh, great.
1: It's all coming up. Let's get on with it. Okay. First time for a bit of a little bit of feedback. Last episode, we were talking about the Fender Mojo pick, if you remember that.
0: Ah, of course. It's the, yes, the ru- ru- rubbery little fella He's going to sort your life out.
1: Yeah, yeah. The rubber plectrum holder that everybody needs. Mm. Um, because, you know, as we said, people have been flinging their plectrums around the place and had no solution for the last several decades. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said as part of that, like... I'm sure there's there's probably someone out there who's going to correct us and say, oh, actually, it's useful for this one. Oh, okay. Uh, and there is, actually. I think this is very valid. This is good on Mr. Keith Somerville.
0: Nice one, Keith.
1: I'm, I'm going to read it out to you. It says, I think when you cover stuff like this and various daft MIDI controllers, you tend to speak from a very ableistic viewpoint.
0: Oh, God. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, yes, okay. Now, I, oh, no. Actually, I
1: think that's really true. I don't. I don't want to... I don't want to be like some self-censoring, you know, mm. that. But hey,
0: you've got to check your privilege. Our privilege has been identified. I,
1: I refuse to check my privilege, but I think <laughs> it's very reasonable to say, uh, to talk about ableism in that way. As he says, I mean, they are silly, but all those things are useful for people who have special needs.
0: Mm, okay, that uh, is that is more than fair enough. And I tell you, if i was in some way is if i was to become compromised in some way my music making you better believe i want everything i could to get back on track you know what i'm saying yeah
1: that's true that's true and yeah i think the even wider better point is when we always talk about the midi rings and stuff you know there are there are people who cannot play a midi keyboard and, um, well,
0: I can't play a MIDI keyboard, mate, but where's where's my special right <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Not sure what my point was there, but carry on.
1: However, on the other hand, uh, the products are usually marketed as in, like, this is a revolution for music making, and everyone's going to be using this from now on, and that's great. Although, on the other, other hand, you wouldn't want them to market them as some kind of remedial solution, you know?
0: Well, if it, well, not if they're, yeah, not if they're not a uh, <laughs> remedial solution, yeah. Yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> we've seen a lot of products with people wafting rings around and using a watch, on a, a synth on a watch. Mm. So, yeah... It's a very good point. Sometimes these things do toe the line between a silly thing that someone thinks is going to revolutionize the Mm. world of music and actual real solution Mm. uh, for lots of people. I I remember that I, in a lot of my sort of... the, The stuff I was doing in university, I saw a lot of... Ah, oh, why don't we make music this way? And why don't we use this incredible revolutionary new system? And then throughout the course of history, whenever it was, people end up just going back to the same mm, keyboard. Mm, there, was, mm. there was like crazy 19-key keyboards and stuff like that, but we worked it out and we arrived at the 12-key keyboard in like the early 20th century and everyone's been happy. So when some young millennial hipster startup comes along and says, Hey man, we should be playing music like this. I'm very, I'm very alert to that.
0: Yeah, right. Uh,
1: But as Keith says, Mm. uh, he finishes off, i mean i'm not suggesting you stop taking the piss out of midi rings and stuff but it's like pointing at ramps and going just use the stairs you fucking fools
0: (laughs) hey hey it is (laughs) why why, look james why can't people in wheelchairs just use the stairs i don't understand (laughs) i've never tried to think of anything from outside my own experience so it's really quite baffling to me frankly
1: yeah it's bottom line very good point we should uh we shouldn't forget that but sometimes it's just people literally marketing a very silly product
0: hey if you if you come up with some new innovative thing and that's gonna help some people and you know even if it's not for the majority of people that is a that is a good thing to happen in the world i think we can all agree on that yay um that said are these rubber plectra covers gonna help anybody? I mean, I guess
1: maybe. I, I've I've been trying to think, especially since he said that. Like, <laughs> what's what's the situation in the in the plectrum covers? Are mm, like, they gonna do it? like if you couldn't hold a plectrum without a rubber thing? Uh, is the rubber thing gonna really revolutionise? I mean,
0: maybe, maybe if you've got like the thing is James. My my particular uh, cross to bear is that I have incredibly soft hands. <laughs> so that any anything that can make stuff easier to grip, I find pretty, pretty useful. Okay,
1: is that because you burned off your fingerprints when you emigrated here, so well, they couldn't send you back?
0: It's because I have never really had a proper job, basically. That's, that's what it is. Um, what I want to ask though, James, is, is the 12, 12-note keyboard really only sort of codified in the early 20th century? That's no, a bit no, late.
1: it was like set set for good. In okay. the early 20th century, and our tuning was set for good because there were mass-producing pianos. But there have been or
0: Beringer was this presumably. Yeah,
1: I'd say that the 12-tone the keyboard that we know today mm. was it's probably been about four centuries. Yes, but there have been alternatives and stuff because you know how you have a, a B flat is the same as an A sharp.
0: Yeah, I mean they're the same thing.
1: They are. They are now.
0: They are now. But for well, they always should have been.
1: For a while they weren't, and there were keyboards where you would have. Two keys in that place. Oh,
0: fuck that. Mate.
1: For those different situations. <laughs> fuck that. And uh, yeah, but <laughs> imagine you're a violinist. Oh, it's God. It's all about where you put your finger, you know? it's uh, mm. There's no particular key, and so you could play either of those notes. And the piano like had to fit into a world where everyone could just play slightly, slightly flatter or sharper, depending on the circumstance, when they needed to. And they wanted the piano and harpsichord to match with all the other instruments and that's how they did it back then
0: i think 12 tones too much anyway i only use three and right. it's much better, basically. Would
1: that be the sort of David Getter school of? You know? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, if it's sound, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Basically, that's that's my thinking. I
1: agree. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But is 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 Getter not broke?
0: Uh, I I'm sure he's incredibly loaded, mate. So <laughs> the less said about that, the better.
1: Okay, more feedback. Mister Thermal, DJ Thermal asks Tim. What is your favourite clipper and limiter and why?
0: I'm pretty sure that we've I've gone on about this many times. I love SIR, standard clip, for my clipping. I just put it in hard clipper mode, turn the ceiling on, because you've got to have a ceiling, mm. and then uh, whack up that gain. And it does what I want without me having to think too hard about it, basically. So that's good. If you're talking about limiters... I really very rarely use a limiter at all. I, you know, I'll just use compression and clipping, really. Yeah, I can't even think of a project I've used it on, but I guess Pro L2 is probably the best out there. But yeah, I mean, I struggle. I really struggle to think of a limiter that I actually
1: use. I'm a a D16 Frontier man.
0: That does seem good. And it is, of course, free.
1: And it's also nice. It can create some pretty great distortion in, under certain circumstances, mm. as we've talked about before. But anyway, mm. yeah, I, it's plus
0: standard clip, super cheap. So you, check it well, out.
1: Well, it's not the cheapest, but I did recently a roundup of clippers, mm. so I reviewed five, including Sir Audio Tools Standard Clip that you love.
0: Yeah. So, what did you? What were, what were your thoughts on that? Uh, I
1: didn't like that the most at all. How um, come? I mean, it was decent. But if they're a better, basically, oh,
0: well, when you say better, what do you mean?
1: Right, let me tell you exactly. Okay, what I mean.
0: let's get let's get into the weeds here. Come on. Okay,
1: then. newfangled audio saturate is a spectral clipper. Oh, so it will basically do some kind of uh, multi band thingy under the under the hood, and it will push your track up. And when a certain part of the frequency spectrum starts to saturate or starts to be pushed too hard. It will back off that, but keep pushing the others out. Oh, God, wow. That's, that's the basic principle. And no matter the technology at work, I fucking loved it when I played with it. Wow, it was okay, great. I need to check this out. It's the only one you need. It's uh, I, I don't have the clam prices at hand, Ugh. but it's, it's one of the more expensive ones. I could also recommend to you Ven Audio's V-Clip. It's a lot like standard clip, but... You've got a bit more user friendliness there. Okay. It's got a lot of sort of knee settings so you can, um, you can just select the standard clipping or make a softer knee or choose some strange algebraic no. formations. Oh, uh, mathematical, Tim. Oh, wow. And also, LVC Audio's Clipped Max is pretty crazy as well. It's worth checking out. Mm. Um, there are like several different types of clipping. There's, um, standard clipping mm. there's there's one called shifter which sort of changes the threshold or the ceiling dynamically oh uh, wow as your track goes on. There's a multi band one which can go up to six bands and there is a stereo mode to let you clip or not clip or double clip your mid and side separately. Wow. It's it's a bit crazy. It's got a lot of options considering what you're doing is clipping. Yeah, wow. But I would still basically I'd go for newfangled audio, saturate every time. But the other two, Venn Audio and LVC Audio, are cheaper and more varied. And uh, one of them might strike you as exactly what you want.
0: Mm, where can people read this Clipper Roundup?
1: Uh, in future music issues something, something, something. Ah, uh,
0: I look forward to seeing that. Yes.
1: Can. Anyway, that's Clippers. Uh, let's move straight on. Uh, <laughs> wow, okay. We had a few things posted on our Patreon recently. We posted a video of us doing the Roland quiz from Attack Magazine. Ah, yes. We put... Your sample pack called Clam and Bass. Oh,
0: yeah, right. Okay.
1: Uh, what what did you call it? Stupid D and B sounds that will blow up your speakers. Oh nice. And basically the feedback is you were not joking. They did blow up everyone's speakers. Oh no,
0: sorry everyone. <laughs> and they
1: were very stupid. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> they blew up my speakers as well. I had to buy a whole new house. Oh my to... god, I'm
0: really sorry. But I take no <laughs> financial responsibility for that. Also,
1: thanks to all the Patreon money over the months, we are gonna be doing a few things with the podcast and we are having a photo shoot in a few days aren't we tim oh god yeah we're gonna take some lovely photos
0: yes that's what the world needs to see
1: yeah (laughs) they're gonna see it whether they want to or not
0: yeah yeah right so apologies in advance everybody with eyes
1: and also massive thanks to new patron richard eggleston i'll give him that feedback on his music separately but got some great tunes out there
0: yeah check out the soundclouds
1: i'll put a link in the show notes We've recently had the announcement and introduction of uh, Machina Plus. Mm. Uh, now, I don't know that much about Machina or Machine. I know that it's supposed to be pronounced Machina, but I know that it's meant to really be pronounced Machine. <laughs> That's
0: right, yeah. Uh,
1: I know they have the light version. I know basically what it does. I've seen people using it. I haven't used it or touched it myself. I know Have you, that... ch-
0: have you used the software?
1: No, but I know that basically it is it has been up until now dependent on machine studio software running in your door mm, yes uh, but i guess that's that's what's being cleaved off in this revolutionary new uh version
0: yes machina plus will work with the machina software but it will also work completely detached from your computer
1: oh my god that's
0: right james it's standalone So, James, I mean, obviously, this is going to be game-changing for you personally, am I right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, finally, I don't have to use my computer to make music.
0: Um, Do you want to know the bear facts, bruv?
1: Yeah, give me the bear facts, and then I'll ask you some things about animals that aren't bears.
0: Okay, Um, Okay, so I got got all my info from reading the article on CDM, which is very good, so big up CDM. (laughs) Um, So, yes, Machina Plus, it ships... October first. Mm. So that is in the next fortnight. So uh yeah, if you're if you're keen to get this as soon as possible, you might want to have a look now. Pre orders are open. It's one thousand and ninety nine British clams. I think one thousand and
1: ninety
0: nine. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it's um it's kind of in the same sort of price range as kind of... Uh, Buying a new house. Yeah, yeah, basically. Well, something, <laughs> no, something something that nobody can afford anymore. So uh, the timing's fantastic. So it, it's basically very similar to Machina Mark III in sort of layout and stuff like that.
1: It's got a couple of screens on it. Is that right?
0: Yeah, I didn't really pay attention to the screens. What it's got is a quad-core CPU. It's got four gigs of RAM. Uh Uh-huh. It's got 32 gigs. Can
1: you enunciate a bit further? I
0: will. It's got 32 gigabytes (laughs) of internal flash storage. (laughs) Um, It's got an SD card slot with an included 64 gigabyte... SD cards, which is nice, mm-hmm. and then James, it'll connect to your flipping Wi-Fi, right? And it's got Ableton Link support. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So part of the, part of their uh, you know setting point for this is you don't even have to use your computer. To set it up and register it and update it, you can do that all over the Wi-Fi. Right. Even download sounds over the Wi Fi. And I guess
1: the the whole idea is you can make music, tracks, <laughs> yes. beats. <laughs> yes, uh, all of us- those things. Using Machine Plus on its own.
0: Yes, that's right. And do you know what, James? Tell me what. It has several USB ports. So uh-huh. you can use external hard drives. With Oof! It.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
0: now, are you ready to get your mind blown uh, even further?
1: Try it. You've said something similar before.
0: Okay. Well, you can now use a selection of plug-in instruments on there. Mm-hmm. You can't just use any old plug-in. Well, you this can- is
1: what I was going to ask you about because it looks a lot like they've kept the uh, complete control, s- double screen interface. And that always let you run whatever complete uh, plugins you have as part of Machina Studio software. But what can you use?
0: Well, these are included in the asking price that you can use in your Machina. You get FM8. Old. Oh, my God. How dare you? The DX7 is old, James. What else? Stop it being a classic. Massive. Old. It's old, but it's good. Monarch. Old. Look, I'm going to stop you there. <laughs> All of these are old. Okay. What else? What else do you get? Look, get more excited. Prism. <laughs> uh, reactor factory selection.
1: Oh, reactor factory There's selection. It,
0: well, hey, mate. Look. Okay. I know that's <laughs> free if you're using it on a computer, but in your flipping machine, a yeah, box. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty exciting. Okay. okay. Carbon, bruv. Carbon. Uh, contact factory selection mm-hmm.
1: you can get your bass clarinet yeah
0: exactly make clarinet jams uh and retro machines which i guess is another contact thing uh know.
1: that is the uh, is it the scarby stuff or the like, oh, okay. combo pianos and stuff
0: okay well whatever anyway you also get two effects
1: two effects two
0: count them you get around which is is that a reverb or something yes it, it is oh wicked arm, oh, i'm a fucking don also phases. Okay, so and what facing. if
1: what if just for the sake of argument, what if I own a lot more uh, complete control-worthy instruments and effects?
0: Uh, it doesn't really matter. Um, well, oh, I uh, what, just don't
1: get to use them. Well, in I the tell you well. Thing.
0: What's cool is if you've uh, I'll tell you I'll tell you this, James. Tell me this. You can, if you're using these things that I've just mentioned, you can make snapshots using them on your computer. And then they will open the, in whole the point standalone was, version. I thought
1: the whole point was I don't need a computer.
0: Well you don't need a computer, but I, if you want oh, to, if you I can want go to, back and forth between the standalone and the DAW version. If
1: I want to use my actual plugins, yes. I can well, no, go to my computer.
0: Oh, okay, look, you're being willfully yeah. obtuse here, James. Okay. <laughs> yes, someone <I'm, laughs> needs to be. You know? <laughs> no. I think no, I think these things are good. I mean, I don't know. Like the things, I imagine everyone who owns a machine uses it to make lo- lo-fi hip-hop. I'm not sure how useful FMA and Massive are for lo-fi hip-hop, but they're still pretty fucking good. And Monarch's good as well. And the Reactor Factory selection has got a flipping carbon synth in there, which is pretty good. And it's, you've got a bunch of romper sounds. This, And I think this is taking it far and above what its rivals are, basically, in terms of your sound generation, because they're still basically on the samples.
1: So you're still not allowed to use the other NI synths. It's not not a
0: case of you're not allowed to use them. You can't use them.
1: (laughs) yeah i mean for a company that prides itself on integrating all its stuff oh, uh there's a lot of stuff left th- unintegrated
0: look, this is oh my god this very high look this is this is a great step forward james and i've got another i've got i've got one more bit of news for you okay okay exciting and cool you can now sample directly into the device standalone. Just like a flipping NPC, baby.
1: Well, I'd hope so. Because you can't, uh, you're not allowed to attach it to your computer. No, you can't. Oh my
0: God. You're being very silly. You can still <laughs> attach it to computer. Um,. Do you want to know about the feed? Well, the the kind of uh, reception it's been getting
1: yes. from people on the t- internet. T- tell me what the comments say.
0: They like it, but a lot of people are complaining about Native Instruments not updating the software version. Which uh-huh. they, which I see every time I look up something to do with Massive. I see people complaining about that, basically.
1: You mean machine.
0: Whatever, Machina, massive. Who cares? Uh, so, uh, so yeah. So that's that's about the size of it. So it doesn't sound like you're very impressed, James. No,
1: I'd like uh, way more of the plugins that I've already own.
0: Well, look, the thing is, you don't you you get all of these when you buy Machina Plus. So you don't even need to own anything. Look, yeah. James, whatever you're bringing to the table doesn't matter okay. because it's not going to load up. And the stuff that does load up, you get with the thing anyway. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, so you can use some Mini Moog, some DX seven, the yeah. the original massive. Yeah. Prism is is relatively modern and good. Uh and the factory selections and a reverb and a phaser.
0: Which one is Prism? Is that the physical modelling thing?
1: Yes. That
0: just I can't imagine using that in a in, a, in context of using machine hardware, you'd but be, hey, you'd whatever. Be using the presets. Presets, yeah, I guess so, I guess. Which so.
1: are great. Yes, um,
0: I mean I just I don't know, it seems like a weird weird selection. I just don't associate these these sounds with like MPC stuff. But then again, this is a brave new world, James, of synths getting incorporated <laughs> into beat making boxes. Okay, so I tell guess,
1: you what, hmm? if in version one point one or machina plus point one or whatever it is, one plus one plus point plus one um if they say okay you can now integrate it with native access log into native access and download not all necessarily oh my god more of the instruments that effects and sound expansions that you own
0: that's too much to ask james i really
1: don't think it is i mean oh my god they just announced complete 13 and one of the options is to buy the ultimate ultimate uh incredible voyeuristic Mm. uh, collector's edition on a usb drive and this has usb ports so
0: (laughs) no no james why can't i plug my
1: reassuringly expensive usb drive with a load of software on it into this machine plus which is built with usb ports
0: no that's not how technology works james i think i think it's impressive that we have this many things to use on it you can use it standalone i think people are going to dig it and i think your take is ice cold
1: well that's cooler than being cool <laughs> <laughs> this is coming from someone who's never used machine uh... ableton
0: link as well mate.
1: yeah Ableton Link. fair enough it's, that's everyone's got i hat.
0: think people are gonna like this and i think this is i think this is gonna put the willies up the people who make machine arrivals i'm oh. talking your eyes. hold on a your...
1: second mm. the website says 35 effects are on board
0: Well, uh, presumably that's like the regular effects it had it it before, not these newfangled
1: things. Okay, so it had it had plenty of um, effects before. Oh, yeah,
0: mate. Yeah.
1: You'd certainly hope so, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's got uh, got stuff that makes makes uh, your your shit sound like an NPC or an SP twelve hundred. That's fair. I mean,
1: when you uh, let's let's let me go back into devil's advocate mode.
0: Look, it's not like you're just getting FM. You can play samples with it as well. That's the whole point.
1: Yeah, and you seem to have um, various drum synth modules called from some of their other stuff. No, these are the- <laughs> You've got a bass synth... No, these synth. have
0: already been in Machina. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. You've
1: got, okay. You've got extra stuff... They're not stuff.
0: from other stuff, they're from Machina. So
1: everything that you told me you can play in it was just in addition to this what was already stuff. there.
0: This is the new stuff.
1: Yes. Okay. There's a filter, there's a flanger, there's a burst echo, there's a rezo echo, there's a stutter, there's a tremolo, there's a scratcher, there's a ring. Uh... <laughs> what else is a plate reverb transient master eq okay so i was thinking when you introduced this to me and you said they've got effects in it they've got a reverb and a phaser in it i was thinking can i not eq something but yeah of course that was already in the machine already in there already it's part of the machine it is yeah yeah okay fair enough i would like to see more options more sonic options from there you know (laughs) <laughs> Unified platform via native access mm, with all the Lord. things they complete controllerized.
0: I think it's gonna take a while, to be honest, mate. I mean this thing this thing has only got 32 gigabytes of internal flash storage for starters. Uh
1: yes, what a decision to have made. Uh, but it's got <laughs> USB ports, as I said.
0: Oh god.
1: I don't know. I'm I I I'm holding them to a higher standard once oh, again. Oh god. Holding since, them. Since
0: when did you become the the arbiter of what's cool in NPC clone
1: land? <laughs> oh, Tim, <laughs> how little you know! Me. Oh,
0: wow. Okay. Well, it looks like we have a difference of opinion here, James.
1: Oh, well, I, it's not that I hate it. Mm. Don't 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 think that for a second. Just I I'm wondering why more wasn't done. And maybe that'll oh be in Lord. an update. Look, this is a flipping NPC
0: with flippin' FM8 inside it, mate. If that, if that doesn't excite you and get your, your jaded hackles flying around, I don't know what will, mate.
1: <laughs> Let's see, mate. I'm just in a cynical mood today. <laughs>
0: okay, well, it really sounds like it. Contact factory selection, mate. Come on. Come on.
1: Back on the subject of newfangled audio, Uh, not talking about the Clipper anymore, I'm talking about their two new synths, or is that one new synth?
0: Well, it's like a couple of different versions of the same thing, it's my understanding, is that right?
1: Yes, we actually talked about this last episode, and Tim fucked up the recording
0: oh sorry everybody yeah i was
1: very tired he was playing with pendulate which was their first free synth which is newfangled audio released under eventide because the guy uh, did a lot of dsp stuff for eventide i was beat testing these so i know a lot more about them but i knew last episode that generate was about to come out and all we could talk about really was pendulate so it's probably quite good that you uh didn't record the part properly
0: i did it intentionally
1: uh yes uh so i mean let's go over pendulate again this is basically free synth and the oscillator is based on the physics of a double pendulum oh which is where you got a pendulum ticky-tocky ticky-tocky but you've also Mm. got a pendulum attached to the end of that pendulum also going ticky-tocky ticky-tocky and they are each not just pendulating uh, or oscillating but they're also affecting each other's movement and that's basically mm. the basis of the oscillators which sound like Ooh. crazy noises i like it you're gonna whip that filter up and give everyone the naked oscillator sound oh. uh-huh. okay
0: that's that frequency's up to 20k your resonance is down low our poles are at two and um, we can muck about with those later.
1: Uh, we, <laughs> muck about we... with our poles later. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> we can.
0: Um, should we muck about with the amount of chaotic oscillator to non-chaotic oscillator? Yes. Okay, we're going down.
1: Less chaotic.
0: Less chaotic. More chaotic now. Yeah. Oh! Let's have a let's let's stick with the 100% chaos what? and muck about with the whatever this uh, the chaos shape. How about that? Yes.
1: What is the shape of the chaos? Oh,
0: oh God, is this modulation? Yeah, that looks like modulation. I'm going to turn this modulation down. Uh-huh. Cause I like to be in charge. Oh, oh God. <laughs> How about we get this animation as well?
1: It's fairly expressive if you've got it hooked up to some parameters.
0: Well, what else can we do here? Do you want to muck about with the WAVE folder?
1: Yeah, it's got a WAVE folder and a low-pass gate, which is very much like West Coast Synthesis, as you may know. Yeah, 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 yeah. WAVE folder has drives, number of folds, symmetry, and cutoff in that as well.
0: It does just make a lot of horrendous grinding noises. I don't know if you've noticed, James. Yes,
1: and I, I like that. It's um <laughs> it's my kind of synth.
0: Okay, that's that's very interesting. So,
1: I mean, the oscillator sound is very much of itself, you know, it's um you're gonna get this kind of sound out of it whatever you do. The presets yes. are fairly broad, they managed to get some uh... oh, there you go. some nice glide in there.
0: I mean, it is really very harsh sounding.
1: Yeah. Take the Chaos Amount down, see if you can dull that shit. The oscillator has two subs. No, the Chaos Amount.
0: Oh, God.
1: It's not like very, very harsh sounding, but it's still got grit. Beefy. Yeah. All right, so that's Pendulate by Newfangled Audio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's free. It is free. Free synth, one oscillator, wave folder, low pass gates, modulation, ADSR, stuff like that. But then after our last episode, they brought out the full version, which is Generate, um, that very much got the same kind of look but it's got a lot more sound options um, for the chaotic generator. You get double pendulum, you get vortex, you get pulsar, you get discharge, and you get turbine
0: hmm you're
1: used to uh getting discharge, aren't you uh
0: yeah and i like the sound of turbine or whatever it sounds like it's gonna give uh, my tracks some clean energy is that right james <laughs> uh,
1: no dirty as fuck
0: oh god yes well i i can only imagine that all of them uh, sounds pretty grimy judging from what we've heard from uh pendulate
1: they do and the wave folder has three different versions same kind of stuff as you just heard but more variation more options and it is just as dirty.
0: Mmm, okay. How many clams on that one, buddy? Any idea?
1: Ninety-nine US clams.
0: Okay. Under a hundred dollar.
1: Yeah, I think I think it's a really good one. Um, I think it's it's worth it. Only if you want that kind of sound, because uh, you usually don't usually want some nice crackly thin tinny tinny little i like
0: it i like the nice sound of 90s digital sheen mates and if loving that is wrong i don't want to be right okay
1: (laughs) so i really liked it it is i will say of uh it's got its own sound the like i said before You're not necessarily going to be able to get a load of the usual plucks and bells and stuff like that, although it will do some pretty cool plucks and bells, but there will be more. It will be easier to tell when something has been made using generate or pendulate.
0: I mean, it sounds like it's designed purely for making the noise from uh, Daft Punk's Defunct. I don't know if you're (laughs) familiar with that one, are you? Yeah, I
1: believe that was the manifesto. Yeah, right. Okay. Plugins entire creation. Mm. Yes, check that one out. That is newfangled audio with uh, free and uh, ninety nine clam synths. Mm. All right, Tim, it's time to talk about the nineties. Oh, brilliant! So, something I know about. I um, I discovered a study that was done by a dude who wanted to find out. You know, back in back in the sixties, for example, there were certain bits of music that are still iconic today. Mm. everyone knew him back then, everyone still knows him now. This guy wanted to know what things from the 90s are going to last. Mm. Which of the hits...
0: What's going to enter
1: the... Canon.
0: Cultural consciousness. Yeah,
1: I think they called it defining the 90s music canon. Wicked. Which is fair enough. Because you shoot music out of the music
0: canon into your face. Pow! <laughs>
1: yeah, boom. Yeah, so they <laughs> basically took a bunch of millennials, don't you think of millennials, like me, and... Uh, <laughs> You're only
0: a millennial technically, James. You're not really a millennial in spirit. No,
1: that's very true. Some Gen Z people, as the other group. Oh, yeah. And they were playing them some of the songs that were popular in the 90s based on the... Oh,
0: interesting. Based on the
1: Billboard music charts, they played them snippets of the songs.
0: Is this an American study then? I believe so. Okay, never mind.
1: And uh, they said to both groups, do you know this? Yes or no? Mm. And if you know it, do you just know it or recognize it or do you know it enough to sing along sort of like my heart will go on you know and mm. and you just you just lose it and you start singing <laughs> <laughs> just me then
0: yeah 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 right uh, no i li- no, i like Hull Gone but people forget that there's an ennyshune in titanic Main. <laughs>
1: that's what
0: it's all about <laughs> oh
1: bloody hell <laughs> so I, be- I bet you're wondering um, what the songs from the 90s that seem like they're still going to be remembered for a long time are.
0: Yes, Children by Robert Miles.
1: Uh, no, I don't think so.
0: Oh, bollocks.
1: <laughs> okay, so there was a popular average of, as you can imagine, the average song sort of is pretty damn popular at the start, back in the 90s, and then just drops off, drops off, drops off. Mm. Depending how old you were when the song was released,
0: Smash Mouth will have gained in popularity.
1: <laughs> Smash Mouth is there. There is some insight about it. I'll find it in a minute. Wicked. Do you want to know the top five most uh, still popular now songs?
0: Yeah, pretty good. Which order are you got to do? I mean, we have them in reverse order? Right?
1: Uh, I, I they have varied throughout the years and will continue oh, okay. to do so. Okay, so the first one of them, Whitney Houston, I will always love you. Oh. Of course. Always like you, Tim.
0: But <laughs> well, yeah, she was singing about me. And I was like, I'm a child when this song came out, Whitney. What's going on?
1: Spice Girls' Wannabe.
0: Oh, yes. One of my least favourite pop songs.
1: The Macarena.
0: Oh, yes. Another terrible song.
1: Jump Around.
0: Oh, fantastic. A jock jam. So, of course, it's going to resonate through the decades and millennia. Uh, Coolio's
1: Gangster's Paradise.
0: Yes, I'm slightly more surprised that that one's so so remembered. I mean, it was pretty big at the time and everything, but mm. it's, it's not like it's a tune that's brought out at particular occasions like you jump around.
1: Shall I give you the opposite? The ones that uh, were pretty damn popular when they were released and are now basically, not unknown, but basically unknown.
0: Yeah, okay, go for it.
1: Okay, you've got uh, TLC Creep.
0: Ah oh, yes, well that was that wasn't really a massive hit in the UK anyway, but uh, yeah, I guess in America it was a big deal and everything. Yeah, I guess at waterfalls and you know scrubs are what is remembered from uh, T- TLC's canon. Sure,
1: too close by next
0: um th- i don't think that was like a big hit in the uk i'm not very aware of that
1: uh stay by lisa Loeb and nine stories <laughs> oh,
0: yeah right <laughs> who doesn't remember lisa Loeb?
1: Uh, i don't know any any of these actually so i'm not going to keep telling you but yeah i've got i've got the big list of how popular they were how popular they are right now mm. uh, so yeah we've got uh we've also got baby one more time is a big uh, still popular one sure iconic uh, you called it Smash Mouth All Star,
0: yeah, of course, a, d- a song that will only continue to get bigger and bigger.
1: We have Lou Bega's Mambo Number no. Five, <laughs> yeah,
0: right, wicked.
1: Uh, Believe by Cher, yes. Snap the power, also known as I Got the Power,
0: yes. No, 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 that's the one. Yeah, no rhythm is a dancer. Then
1: let me let me give you some from the middle. These are sort of like. 80 90 known back in the 90s and like 60 percent known now okay uh how about this is how we do it
0: this is how we do it it's friday night um yeah a club banger man it's what about um donnell jones i know what's up is that in there uh let me that's a similar similar kind of vibe it's
1: not on the list oh man how about sixpence on the richer kiss me
0: oh yes <laughs> the the twist that pop is illegally <laughs> allowed to get
1: red hot chili peppers under the bridge not as well known now about 50 percent recognition
0: well obviously the all saints version is now the definitive version so uh, yeah right okay
1: let's let's race to the bottom now mm-hmm. the ones that have just completely fallen out of favor as much as possible but were kind of well known back then there's nothing that was massively well known back then and is out of favor now Oh, okay. But I'm um, going to give you some uh, less well known stuff. How about Jack- Janet Jackson's Runaway?
0: I can't even remember that one, mate.
1: Oh, there you go. That's the problem then. Madonna's Take a Bow? <laughs> what? No, I don't he's, know he's, it. These
0: are all made up songs.
1: Rod Stewart's Downtown Train.
0: <laughs> oh, mate! My favourite tune of all time. <laughs> so come on, let's let's sing a quick chorus of it. Uh, downtown downtown train, train. We're going downtown down, on a downtown train. <laughs> oh, man, the <a> classic.
1: <laughs> that These are just too obscure, even in the 90s. No, Let me, oh, there
0: must be some we recognise. I'm
1: going to scroll up until I get ones that were definitely known, but are just not known. It's got, got some known. real songs. How exist? about uh, LFO's Summer Girls?
0: Now, we've got to stress, this is LFO as in a light, funky one the american boy band uh, not lfo the sheffield bleep group which presumably stands for low frequency Op- uh, oscillator
1: perhaps savage gardens i want you
0: oh fuck savage garden <laughs> i don't i don't know if the song i hated in the 90s was that one but yeah they were awful they were kind of ahead of the time when it came to like sort of like shit pop music so fair play to them
1: Bare Naked Ladies One Week
0: oh well that's that's kind of a meme tune so what is that is is that not remembered as well now
1: 73% recognition by 90s kids 26% by today's kids
0: oh I'm pretty surprised by that I thought the uh, I thought the millennials and uh, zoomers would uh, recognize its uh, meme potential but whatever Mm, yeah
1: Will Smith's Wild Wild West is about the same
0: oh man that's
1: fallen out of favour I'll tell you another. Another that's fallen out of favor do you remember jennifer lopez's first song if you had my love
0: yes i do remember it yeah it, it,
1: gone gone
0: what about jar rule any jar rule in there
1: uh let me do a quick search come on no, find Jar. no don't okay. don't got no search shania twain still the one
0: oh i remember still the one let's sl- let you know a slightly less reprehensible song than that do not impress me much. Yeah,
1: uh, one of your favorites, uh, "I'm Every Woman," has fallen out of favor as well. What? So we're looking at um, we're looking at a very specific canon here. Mm. Uh, losing my religion is pretty uh, pretty okay now, but uh, yeah, you can see not many of the rock songs are really uh, making it to now either.
0: No, I mean it does seem to be your your divas. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's big, big memorable tunes, big hooks.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, it's it's an interesting little study and it's cool. I mean, I wonder if anything will find favour again after a long period in the wilderness, like Churchill.
0: <laughs> right, I guess so. Don't people hate Churchill for starving people, is my understanding. Is that right?
1: Now some people do <laughs> because they're listening to certain interpretations of a certain thing. Okay. This is not a political podcast.
0: <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> okay let's let's not argue over whether churchill a bit more,
1: <laughs> no let's i think it's a bit more productive to to hate hitler for example for starting a war yeah right okay. which constrains resources around the world but anyway
0: <laughs> hey, hey okay okay
1: whoa <laughs> let's Hey now,
0: <laughs> let's get, let, hey let's let's not slagging off Hitler because then people are really going to get upset.
1: Yeah, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you on this with one final out of favor tune. which oh, please, we can probably agree is a good thing. Mm,
0: yeah, definitely.
1: Cheryl Crow. All I want to do is have some fun.
0: Do you know what, mate? I was watching uh, Cheryl Crow videos on YouTube just the other day, mate. So yeah, it's nice to know. So how what's her her memory like? What's how well she remembered middling
1: uh, it. Was 76% back in the day and is now 33%. It's not, it's not out well, that's, of favor. That's not,
0: that's, it's doing better than Wild Wild West by the sound of it, which is completely insane. Yeah, so I mean,
1: Will Smith must be like starving on the streets now. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. Well, I don't think his film career is doing that great, but I'm sure he's got some uh, tricks up his sleeve, buddy. Don't you worry about that.
1: Let's talk RX-8.
0: Oh, it's RX-y.
1: I thought RX-8. Oh, um... it's a flipping grand of US clams. So I hope it's good. <laughs> yeah, the advanced version is, and that's, that's even on sale.
0: Yeah, oh, my God. Wow. You... 1,200 clam for the full-on RX-8.
1: So it was announced just before we recorded the last episode, and I was uh, asked to review it. I had downloaded it, but hadn't actually used it, so I left it till this episode.
0: Good blank, by the way, getting RX-8 for free. Oh,
1: man, I mean... A lot of good stuff in it mm-hmm. First of all Spectral recovery You can take a uh, It's a very timely module You can take Let's Your see
0: Your ZX Spectrum From the 80s It doesn't work anymore And it'll fix it up
1: Yes exactly
0: Okay fantastic
1: um, Let's say you've got A band limited audio Like a phone call Or a Zoom Voice over uh-huh. IP call it can okay. restore the high frequencies to that. That works very well, um, but it's very processor intensive, more so than most RX modules, which is a bit crazy. So
0: is it offline rendering or something? Is it? Sort it's
1: of- always offline rendering. Oh. Yeah, um, and. Yeah, that surprised me, but it does a decent job. It brings back those high frequencies, what more can I say? It's
0: uh will <laughs> <laughs> say it again.
1: I, I was What about the low frequencies? I was unsure about uh, a recording where you got a mixture of both because I've I've got some interview recordings for example where uh my voice is pretty high fidelity, but the voice of the person coming through the phone or the computer is But aren't pretty they low. on separate audio tracks. No. Oh, well, what are you even doing, mate? No, not the ones I gave to it, because the... the Shut up, Tim! Okay, okay. <laughs> so if it's got a mixture of stuff, I couldn't really tell how well it was doing, um, although I did test some snippets of just the band-limited stuff as well. Mm. It, it did well. It did well. There is an amp denoise module in order to take uh, common guitar noises out, such as... The squeak of the guitar strings when you run your fingers up them. Mm, Squeak and squeak. That's very good. And it sort of reveals a lot of stuff that is often hidden under the squeak. Um, You can actually hear the string as it uh, moves everything up. So that's very cool.
0: That is cool. Okay.
1: It can uh, take away or change pick noises, which is fair enough. Good uh, sort of transient changes. Mm, Okay. But there is an amp um, denoise module which wasn't good enough for me oh it requires a lot of learning of the amp sound i feel like it's intended for amp buzz but the entire software makes it look like it's intended for sort of amp hiss Mm. so it does basically nothing on amp hiss it's Mm. not basically nothing but where it takes some of it away and really fucks up your guitar sound
0: Mm, okay that doesn't Uh, sound great
1: yeah if it is meant for just amp buzz then fair enough but it really doesn't look like that because it's always talking about it's learning the noise profile and denoising it so i expect it to take out the hiss if you want to take out amp hiss turns out the existing denoising in rx is way better
0: well you've got that for his you've got this new thing for buzz i mean it sounds all right
1: there's a wow and flutter module which works very well if you ever actually need it wow um there is a loudness control module which is pretty simple to use it's got a lot of presets in it could have more presets in it um but like i ran the podcast through it for example on the podcast setting and it gave it a bit more, a um, bit less dynamic range, which is, I guess, comforting.
0: I think that's probably a good thing, what but with our crazy voices. Yeah, James.
1: it didn't just slam the dynamic range up saying your recording was crap. So I think I think that was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the, well, there are a few more changes, but the only one that I'm going to talk about is the music rebalance module. You remember that? Oh,
0: yeah. How <laughs> could I forget?
1: Stemmy isolate module.
0: So now, now, okay, James, I'm going to preempt you. Mm. Now it removes acapellas from anything Absolutely perfectly. Is that what you're going to tell me?
1: Uh, No, but it is better performing. Okay. I do have a suspicion that what they've done is just, instead of creating new algorithms, they've just... So before you had like, okay quality, good quality, best quality.
0: Oh, my favourite Radiohead albums. They,
1: They weren't called that, but you had that. And now you have okay quality, good quality, best quality... But I think they've scaled it up. So what used to be good quality is now okay quality. What used to be (laughs) best quality is now good quality. Okay. And what didn't used to be possible is now best quality. I feel that they've done something like that rather than completely overhaul it. Okay. Because the performance of the module on the different modes, the CPU and the time it took to process it was relatively similar. Okay. So, like, it can go further now. I don't know if they've actually overhauled how it works but you can at least access the new setting to really really go ham on that isolation or rebalancing that's cool which i think they've probably done in light of the fact that other people have come out with that technology since then
0: yes people are really gunning for that whole niche now so uh yeah i guess they're gonna have to try and keep ahead of the,
1: competition. The, the new one does definitely work better i can i can at least say that so i'm not sure where it's coming from but it does work better and that's RX, man. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: if you were, you know, if you were paying for this stuff, James, which thank God you don't have to do, which version would you buy? Um,
1: right. For the things I actually do, I think, uh, when did they introduce the mouth D click I think it was seven. Okay. Um, or maybe it was Six. I would buy that one because that's like the last thing of the new things that I really needed to oh, use. Oh no
0: I mean in terms of Element Standard Advanced which tier would you use uh, am for?
1: I'm not sure which is in which at the moment oh, because okay. I was just reviewing Advanced. <laughs> you were only
0: reviewing it mate you don't really need to know anything about I it. I was
1: only that. reviewing the Advanced version <laughs> so <laughs> Oh
0: okay. It's got everything in the Advanced on I guess.
1: Yeah so I'm not quite sure on the, the, the changes and they do sort of bring some from the Advanced to the Standard one a few more each time they upgrade it so I'm cool. not sure where they are now. If if I was buying it, I would need mouth D click. Okay for my well, that is a good okay that's a good my answer. Clicky clicky mouth. Mm-hmm. Um I don't need a lot of the other things. I mean it's it's one of those it's like the old cable companies, you know, you uh you choose what you need. <laughs> and then you leave all the rest of them in the in the box.
0: That's cool. Um, it says here it's got improved batch processing, mate. Well, did did you see that? It at does all? I
1: intentionally didn't go through that because I was <laughs> reviewing it for music production purposes, not post production purposes, and it was only a quite short word count in the review, so I used my words efficiently. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> enough. Me. Uh, yeah, look, it's better. It keeps getting better. Look at what you actually need before yes. you choose what you want to buy. But it's very expensive.
0: Mm, well, the, well, the full version is very expensive. Um, it's three nine nine for the standard version, uh, not on sale. Oh, I'm accidentally buying it. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Uh, so 3.99 down to 2.99 US clams for the regular version, and it's 129 down to 99 for RX Elements, which probably doesn't do that much. Uh,
1: yeah, and it's probably a lot more sort of automatic. It does yeah deham, declick, declip, bit of uh, voice de noise, which are good good things. Yeah, uh, the de bleed is great. I use it for that. So yeah, mm.
0: which, that
1: that that that's my opinion, Tim. Whichever has uh, de bleed and voice uh, mouth declick. That's what I would buy.
0: That's cool, man. But that's nice. just
1: me. Okay, quick little plugin news. This is a plugin called Gain Match by a company or guy called Letty Mix. Uh, it's strange to have your parents name you Letty Mix, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to say makes. it's a brand. um oh. Nine dollars.
0: Nine dollars. I like that.
1: It's a simple plugin.
0: I don't care what it is. If it's $9, I'm having it. What is it?
1: The idea, the idea is that you put it at the start of your plugin chain and at the end of your plugin chain <laughs> in order to compensate for the gain changes made by that plugin chain.
0: Oh, okay.
1: If you're introducing delay, maybe that will make your channel louder on aggregate. If you're putting some kind of analog saturation or something like that onto it, well, that like, will make it louder should, too.
0: This is for compression, surely.
1: Ideally, You would set the makeup gain yourself so that it's... uh,
0: Yeah, but if you pay $9, maybe you don't ever have to think about, you know, gain ever again.
1: We'll talk about uh, compression a little later. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, When you put the first instance in, it automatically selects that it's the before... Mm. And when you put the second one on, it knows that there's another one on channel, tells itself it's the after. Ah, clever. Um, there is d- delay detection, and you can select within the plugin to bypass both plugins which is really cool. It's uh, very neat. Uh, It will Mm. tell you how much gain to compensate for, and you can uh, basically make that happen.
0: Well, it's got got an auto mode. It'll just do it for you.
1: So this is to solve the classic louder versus better problem. Like, have I actually made this thing better, or have I just made it louder, and now I can hear different frequencies, and it it sounds a bit different to me. Mm. So I'll bring it back down again with the previous processing applied, and does it actually sound better or just louder?
0: I mean, I guess it's using—is it using peak or RMS, James? Do we know? I,
1: I don't know. If I, I imagine it's using RMS because that's what loudness—that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> how loudness works. Okay. <laughs> um, I started thinking about it a lot while I was checking this out, and there is no perfect way to game match. Mm. So you were talking about compression, yeah. You can compress something, it will be quieter, and then you can bring it back up. Or you have compressed something, use makeup gain, and you need to bring it back down again. Mm. But just the fact that you've compressed the dynamic range means that it's going to be a different gain overall anyway. Mm. And so you can never really, unless you start getting into perceptual models, which is hard to teach to a plugin, you can never get it perfectly. And also, there's the fact that you'll have louder sections and quieter sections, which will have been compressed differently because that's how compressors work Mm. um so the more i was looking at this obviously there's no perfect solution for doing a perceptual match i don't think um but the more i was looking at it the more i was thinking well okay this is something we haven't really cracked Um, well
0: to be honest i'd be happy if it just did it by peak yeah because i'm uh, you know, the, for me, a big part, a big part of the whole thing production is kind of like it's just working out like the kind of headroom anyway, and just trying to get everything sound as l- loud and big as possible. Really, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: that's fair enough. It, you could possibly use it by peak. I don't know if it's got a peak setting. Oh, it's got in RS-
0: RMS time control. So okay, yes, so you I could RMS uh, maybe
1: whip that down really low.
0: Mm. Oh, God knows, mate. It's too early too early to think about RMS, <laughs> buddy.
1: Yeah, so I, I, it did make me realise there is no perfect game match. Someone could come up with like a perceptual model that would go a bit better, but then again, you've got the variation in A track as well, you know. Intro might have a completely different level and style to the verse or something like that
0: i mean this thing still might be pretty useful yeah yeah
1: is this that's absolutely not to discount this thing like this is um Mm. this is a very very good solution for game matching as game matching is right now at this point in time
0: i mean i feel like the one thing we've still got left is the mystery of perceived loudness do you know what i mean that's that's the one (laughs) thing that humans still still need to be present for in the music production process okay that's gone you could just take humans out of the system completely. Uh
1: I disagree, well, but hmm. I don't think you can ever take the humans out.
0: Well, that's what I'm planning to do, mate. <laughs> <laughs> take all the humans out.
1: Uh Right. My, my other point is I think this is what doors should be doing anyway. Oh, wow. Ooh. Hot take. But it's not an automated process because of the variance in the track itself. Like if you just played this thing silence and then silence with a effects chain in the middle is going to say you don't need to game match but then the thing actually starts up thing gets louder thing gets quieter the game matching yeah. might be different uh, but yeah i, I always wanted doors to do this anyway because you know you mastering engineers find this very useful because they want to make sure they have actually improved something instead of just turning it up and so they have to go in there with their their own plugins and get it sorted mm. or use some kind of auto compensation on the eq or whatever it is
0: or just use a gain
1: yeah, but a game match should save you years of time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's a, I think it's a great solution for where we are at the moment. Until some kind of isotopy people come up with an incredible perceptual match uh, and mm. charge uh, 300 clams for it. <laughs> that is Letty Mix game match. Check it out. Nine
0: clams. $9. That's pretty cheap.
1: All right, Timmy. Well, it's uh, it's time for yet another episode to end. It's time, oh, thank God, time to go up the wooden hill to Bedfordshire. <laughs> well,
0: well, it's oh, okay. it's twenty past twelve in the afternoon. mate. Yeah,
1: I know. That's the time. That's that's your nap time, Timmy. Yeah, well,
0: oh, it really is my nap time. I'm so god I'm tired, James. Honestly,
1: <laughs> can you just just choose a story for me to read to you tonight?
0: I want the whole of the Narnia Chronicles, please.
1: Okay, can I start from like a third of the way in? Though? <laughs>
0: yeah, but I'm still going to take several days because
1: you know the first third is just fluff
0: yeah that's right i want to get into the uh, the religious
1: uh, kind of uh, anyway everybody it's been emotional it's been wonderful <laughs> we'll catch you in two weeks time for another episode of appetite for production